the Koigig part on Off the Ball. Having taken a poor penalty for you as a goalkeeper, mentally to go back and go, and you've seen it. It was such a poor effort from her. Mackenzie Ireland should have saved that penalty. Subscribe to the feed in the OTB Sports app now. OTB's Rugby Daily with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo. Food. We get it. Welcome to Wednesday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. And on the way, Keith Earls is to join Ireland's Centurion Club this weekend. His former Munster teammate, Ben Healy, is going to the World Cup with Scotland. While Tonga's George Moala gets a five-week ban as Owen Farrell gets off scot-free. And Varimi Vakatawa has come out of retirement. Rugby Daily is brought to you in partnership with Deliveroo. Get top local restaurants delivered to your door. Deliveroo, food, we get it. First up today, Keith Earls will become just the ninth Irish player to win 100 international caps this weekend. The Munster winger is set to feature in Saturday's warm-up fixture against England. A groin injury left Earls marooned on 98 caps last season, but says it will be a very proud moment for him and his family. Yeah, I'm trying not to think about it, um, but the lad's starting to end if it does happen. He's just telling me it's it's not just another cap. You can't have a normal week because it's not a normal week. Um, and talking to Keen Healy and Johnny, you know, I know Keen Healy tried to to drown it out and not and not speak about it, and and it caught up in before the game all the emotions. So look, yeah, it's it'd be a massive honour. I think I'd just be a bit relieved because I've been stuck on 98 for a couple, nearly two years since the New Zealand tour and getting one against Italy and. Yeah, it'd be a bit of relief um, to get there, but yeah, extremely proud and I'm sure my family will be as well. Earls did consider that his 100th cap might never come. Yeah, 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 especially with the talent coming through and, and the way some of the lads are playing as well. Um, and I suppose my my injury history last year, um, but again, like just kept the head down and... Um, grateful I think of a great great relationship with Andy and a great trust with Andy and you know we'll always be honest with each other and um, you know I, I genuinely probably have had my best pre-season since I've been a professional rugby player this year um, we've got everything spot on you know between all the training uh, physios uh, S&C coaches so it's been really enjoyable Ireland teammate Josh van der Fleer also had this glowing tribute to Earls. Oh, he's a, he's a, it's hard. I suppose he's a brilliant, brilliant person and player. Um, it's hard to put it into words what he's like. He's, uh, he's probably one of those rugby heroes you would have seen when, when I was uh, kind of coming up through the academy in Leinster and that kind of thing. And it was always pretty cool to get to play against him and then to play alongside him. He's a, He's a great character, a real t- uh, team player. He's very, very humble. He's everything he does is about the team. He's not a. I mean, if if I could do those the incredible tries and stuff and some of the unbelievable things he does, I don't know if I'd be as humble as him. But he's uh, yeah, he's a great, great bloke to have around. And um, I think for someone like that to win their hundredth cap, I think everyone is absolutely thrilled because he's he's just such such a good guy and. Um, the leadership he brings, his experience is uh, is pretty incredible as well. Um, he's, <clears throat> I know, a huge asset to the to the backfield anytime he's involved, just because of his knowledge. And then, especially particularly defensively, I think he he's certainly one of the the big leaders in the team that way. And um, yeah, it's it's a incredible achievement for him to get there, and uh, delighted for him. 
Earl's Munster teammate Jeremy Lockman, meanwhile, has been added to the Ireland squad this week. He's providing cover for provincial teammate Dave Kilcoyne, who picked up a knock, but scrum coach John Fogarty revealed that issue is not that worrisome. Jack Conan is said to be progressing well following the foot issue that forced him off against Italy a fortnight ago. Fogarty also gave an insight into Ireland's warm weather conditioning camp that took place in Portugal last week. It was good, it was tough. Um, it was tough for the bigger men like myself. Uh, it was, it was hot, um, that brought its own stresses, um, you know, players, players getting a little bit more irate because the rest is shortened or, or the heat is at them is really good for us mentally. So, so in terms of physically preparing, there was benefits, but the mental preparation, dealing with that extra added pressure of heat um, was excellent for the group. Uh, we got through a lot of work and um, I would like to think the squad is in a better place for it. Now to contrasting news from disciplinary hearings this week, England captain Owen Farrell appeared before a three-man judiciary panel yesterday following his red card in Saturday's win over Wales. Farrell had a yellow upgraded to red in the TMO bunker following his shoulder challenge on Tame Basham. However, the panel of special counsel Adam Castleton and ex-Wallabies John Langford and David Croft found that Farrell should only have received a yellow as Jamie George's influence on Tame Basham changed the manner of the contact. Therefore, Farrell is free to play immediately, starting with Saturday's game at the Aviva. Crucially, however, Farrell is also available for England's World Cup campaign, which begins against Argentina in Marseille on September 9th. Many, particularly from the Pacific Islands, have been contrasting Farrell's lack of a ban with the five-match suspension handed to Tonga centre George Moala. He was red-carded for a tip tackle on Canada's Ben Lesage during last week's test. Moala's Tonga teammate, Peter Aki, tweeted yesterday suggesting the former All Black had received a 10-week suspension for the challenge. While technically true, Moala has actually received a 5-week ban. He was given a 10-week suspension but saw it half by mitigating factors. It means he'll be forced to sit out all of Tonga's pool matches at the World Cup, including their opening fixture against Ireland in Nantes. Peter Aki has been among the most vocal critics of the contrasting suspensions for Moala and Farrell. Among his tweets, he wrote, Exactly, George Moala has a clear record and World Rugby has given him 10 weeks for a tip tackle. This guy had how many red cards? and gets off clean. How? Fuck, this pisses me off, said he. He was referring, of course, to Farrell. Aki has also retweeted claims that rugby is now officially corrupt and that Farrell's red card being overturned is among the most scandalous decisions in the game's history. Tonga Lock Sam Lucy tweeted that Tier 2 nations get treated differently to those in Tier 1 on disciplinary matters, while others like Malachi Fekatoa and Samoa duo Stephen Luatua and Fritz Lee have also voiced their anger online. On the pitch, Tonga ran in six tries yesterday morning in a 36 points to 12 in over Canada. Former Munster and Ireland out half Ben Healy will go to the World Cup with Scotland. The 24-year-old, who qualifies for the Scots through his Scottish mother, put in a timely man-of-the-match performance in last month's win over Italy. It was Healy's second Scotland cap, having won the first also against the Atsuri during the Six Nations. He makes their final squad of 33 despite not playing any part in either of their recent games home and away with France. Bath back row, Josh Bayliss, former captain Stuart McAnally, who's retiring to become a pilot, Glasgow prop Murphy Walker and scrum half Jamie Doby are the players left out by Gregor Townsend. Bayliss and McAnally were both introduced off the bench last week in San Etienne, but head coach Townsend says Jamie Ritchie will be the ideal captain for the team in France. He's been captain now for most of the season and um, has done really well. I think he's now moving his game on to the next level and that's the best way for him to lead his be the best player on the on the park, be the best player at training. Um, but Jamie's got some really good leaders around him uh, and we've been fortunate, I suppose, throughout this campaign 
that we've been able to see other people get the captaincy role uh, with Rory Darge and Finn Russell thriving in that, that role. So that adds, that adds to our leadership on the field and also our Thistle group, our leaders that, um, that meet regularly to discuss uh, what's going on off the field. Sia Khaleesi is to make his first appearance for the Springboks in nine months this weekend. The World Cup winning captain has been named a blindside for the box meeting with Wales in Cardiff. It's Khaleesi's first fixture of any sort since suffering a knee ligament injury in the final round of URC fixtures. Munster Joe, Orgy Snyman and Jean Klein will start together in the Springboks second row. While Wales head coach Warren Gatland continues to hand out new caps despite the World Cup being now less than a month away, Cardiff flanker Teddy Williams and Dragons Kai Evans, son of Welsh legend Yayan are both named among the replacements. Gatland has made 13 changes from last weekend's narrow defeat to England at Twickenham for the visit of the world champions. Fullback Liam Williams and blindside Dan Lydiot are the only two players retained. Jack Morgan returns at open side to captain the team. And despite being on the receiving end of that challenge from Owen Farrell last week, Tane Basham has been cleared to provide back row cover for Wales off the bench. And finally, a year after announcing his retirement as a player, Varimi Vakatawa will return to the field this weekend. The former France and Racing Centre has been named in the Barbarian side to play Samoa in a World Cup warm-up fixture in Brieve. 30-year-old Vakatawa was banned from playing by the French League when his heart condition came to light last year. That Baba's team contains three Springbok players who are currently on standby for the World Cup, those being Herschel Yanchis, Joseph Dweba and Jean-Luc Dupriz, and former Ulster prop Jeff Tumaga Allen also gets a start. That's it for today's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Daily Feed for all of these podcasts first and indeed free. My name is Richie McCormack. I'll have more Rugby Daily for you with thanks to Deliveroo on Friday. Thanks for listening.